Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Touch back for Arfield. One up early. Scott Arfield. He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. What a goal from Robbie Blake! Burnley's first goal in the Premier League is something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery into the path of McCann and the follow-up finds the net. What a strike from Wade Elliott! A bolt from the Clarendon Blue. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yeah! Michael Kellan! Oh, that's justice! That is justice! And they have experience! Burnley a level and deserve to be! Hello everyone, welcome along to another episode of the Turfcast Podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Redmond, head of a massive, massive, massive game for the Clarets tonight at Villa Park. And it's going to be a tough one because you know they dicked us ten days ago. So if you if you want to if you want to play if you don't want to play a team you don't want to play a team that's recently dicked you, do you? Um, but you know Villa can be hit and miss, and I know a few Villa fans will agree with me. Apologies, my camera seems to be having one of these mad moments, uh, and we do have a Villa fan with me, uh, and we're going to bring him in live. If we can, there we go. How you doing, mate? You all right? Good, good, good. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. I'm obviously conscious that you need to get off at around quarter two. So what we are going to do is we're going to do 
the Villa chat first, everybody, and then we'll bring in that with me where I, I stress about the league table and stuff afterwards. Um, so, like I said then in the intro, obviously you breeze past us pretty easily at Turf Moor, like what, 10 days ago? Um, your front three were too good for us, too much pace. We defended too high. Hopefully we'll we'll learn from that and, you know, we'll defend a little bit deeper this time. Um, but it must give you bags and bags and bags of confidence going into a game when you've when you've beaten a team quite easily 10 days ago. It's a weird one because it's so late in the season. It's it's almost like you, you could think of it two ways that yes, we <clears throat> we could have loads of confidence to say, yeah, look, we could go in here and we were treating it over whatever, you know, we were we were playing really well against uh, uh, against against Burnley, but then obviously you brought on uh Carney and he gets that that um cancellation goal. But you could think of it two ways that yes, we can go into it full of confidence, or you can go into it thinking, look. Burnley are going to have our number now because I would imagine we're going to play exactly the same team. I don't know this Coutinho start uh, for Villa. I think they'll probably play Buendia today. I think they might even play Buendia and Coutinho together. Who knows? But, you know, it's for, for me, I'm, I'm not overly confident. I don't think even as being an Aston Villa fan this year, you could be confident going into any game, which is weird because yeah. we've, been the, we've been the epitome of blah this season. We've won three in a row and then we go in and we lose five in a row. And everybody's up in arms and everyone said sack Stephen Gerrard, sack Dean yeah. Smith and everything, you know. So it's been pretty mad. Whereas you guys have been, if, I Shit. hope you don't mind me saying it, you know, there's yeah. been, there's been like you guys have started on 11, you've got to continue to true. And and I must say that there must be Watford fans looking at, looking at Burnley at the moment going, oh my God, how come they can get rid of their brilliant manager just bef- like six games out or seven games out from the end of the season and get a massive bounce to keep them almost in the league. And, you know, fingers crossed you guys do stay in the league. Yeah, um, obviously the Leeds fan in the chat, and he, he's already said nothing personal, lads, but come on, Villa. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I, I think you are, you know, like I said, I said earlier, hit and miss. That sometimes, like you said, you'll you'll be class, and then and then after that, you're not very good. I think before you beat us at the turf, you'd lost about four in a row, something like that. So fingers crossed, you know, you are on the beach now because I think that that game at the turf, them three points, made sure that you were hundred percent safe. There was no real doubt in my mind that you were going mm. down, but that were hundred percent you safe. So. Could you easily get back into like a, a another sort of like a slump of of bad form for the last two games, please? <laughs> well, put it this way: I don't think there's been so many eyes on Villa at all this season since Stephen Gerrard came in. But we've got a say in the relegation battle tonight. And we've got a say in the title battle on Sunday. You know, yeah. so it's uh, it's like everybody wants to be Aston Villa's friend. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, we we, we I know Leeds fans obviously are buzzing for you. Uh, Everton will be as well. We're kind of hoping that you just just we want to be your friend as well. Just just don't beat us. Um, but you've mentioned there you might play Coutinho or Buendia. Um, that that scares me. I'm not going to lie. Um, I've I've noticed a lot on the Villa socials and stuff. There does tend to be this clambering for that pairing, but Gerald doesn't seem mm. to do it. Is there any any particular reason? I think it's really because he wants to build partnerships. And since we've, I'd say realistically, since Leicester, uh, we play yeah since since we played Leicester maybe about you know, four weeks ago. Um, I think what he's kind of looked at is he said, look, I want to try and form partnerships. He wants to get more solid in in the middle of midfield. And he thinks probably the best way to do that is by playing Danny Ings, because as you guys will know, Danny Ings is a workhorse of a striker. Sometimes he doesn't get the credit for that. Uh, He's probably finding the ire of Aston Villa fans at the moment because he's missed a couple of chances, missed a chance against Liverpool, missed a couple of chances at the weekend against Crystal Palace. You know, winning against Crystal Palace would have catapulted us up into the top half of the table and we would have been looking at maybe finishing 9th, 10th, which would have been great. Now we're sitting in 14th position. 
And I know, you like, obviously the fans don't want to finish in a lower position than we finished last season. So, you know, it, it's one of those games where by Gerrard is saying we're going to go full, full-blooded and we're going to protect the integrity of the Premier League tonight and not play our under-23 team, unfortunately. But... um it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one tonight, I think. Uh, but I would say that Aston Villa will be there for the taking. Although, you know, it's a straight it, once again last home game. Mad things happen in those games as well. So I, I, I really, yeah. it's like because of the way that we only played you guys ten days ago. Because of the way that we don't really have anything to play for, but we've got somebody who's a bit. I'm going to call him a bit pig-headed at times, Stephen Gerrard over us. You know, he's, he's Mr. Competitive. You just don't know yeah. what way he's going to go. And we're, we're learning him, and he's learning us, and he's learning the Premier League. And, you know, he's not going to want to not going to want to play, you know, a, a weakened team today, this tonight. So it, it'll be really it's, – it's really going to be – getting back to the question that you asked, it's really going to be about where does he want to see those partnerships develop. It was a big part of his remit when he came in was to get Watkins and Ings firing together. They have done – sporadically over the last five or six games. Now he's going to have to see how he's going to implement the 17 million pound man in Coutinho and obviously the 32, the whatever, 35 or 38 million pound man in Buendia together because fans are clamoring for that too. So it's going to be interesting tonight. Yeah, fingers crossed you don't actually try that tonight, but I won't worry too much about Danny Ings. He it, it, it loves a goal against Burnley, as you saw mm. 10 days ago. He, he scored against us a couple of times for Southampton as well. Um, yeah. So I just think he's one of them, like you said, like we might have your number because we played it 10 days ago. I think he's the same. He's got our number. Um, but obviously you kind of touched on it there briefly, saying Gerrard's Mr. Competitive and stuff and you don't think he's going to play the under-23s. Do you not think, there's a comment here from Garros who says, can we get his opinion on whether Villa will hold back for Sunday? You don't think that's that's going to happen then? I don't. I don't. I, and I think if we do, I think there might be some changes. Our back four won't change. Ezra Kanza is now injured. We're going to have to play Callum Chambers in there. Usually he likes to interchange Kanza and Chambers because he's trying to get to see who had the better partnership once again with Mings is back there. I think we're going to see one, if not two, centre-halves come in at Aston Villa during the summer. There's just a lot of clamour for it at the moment. I think if we are to see any changes, it will be in midfield. But once again, it might be the likes of bringing in Maybe uh, he might start a Tim Eric Boonham, uh, one of our academy graduates, played against uh, played against Norwich. He might play Carney Chukweka. He might bring in a Morgan Sanson. So, like, it's not going to be somebody that just comes in out of the blue somewhere. It's going to be something that he's done before. He just wants to have another look at it again. I don't see wholesale changes in the main for this game. Like, I'm not expecting an Ashley Young at left back. You know that kind of a situation. I think we're going to go pretty steady and pretty and pretty solid. But then again, sometimes our team go out and they just don't show up. You know that's and that's not yeah. been a, a a curse in a manager. The team that we put out, it's a curse of lack of leadership in the field within our team, and 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 that's that's absolutely huge. Actually, that's a good point from Nathan there. Um, Martinez as well. Apparently, that could be one big spanner in the works. I suppose for Steven Gerrard, apparently, he does have some sort of a nerve injury in his knee, uh, trapped okay. nerve in and around his knee, and. Uh, there is talks that it is, you know, it's probably 50-50 whether he plays, but Robin Olsen is our backup goalkeeper, uh, Swedish international. So he hasn't gotten any game time for us this season. No, he signed in January, so uh, he would be an able deputy. He's a bloody hulk of a man, but I couldn't yeah. tell you if he's any good in goals or not yeah. at the Premier League level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for those that's, uh, listening on the podcast later, obviously Nathan there asked on screen live on YouTube, can you ask about the Conza and Martinez injuries and how that will affect the team? But it's interesting that Martinez won because I saw Gerald say he could be out and then the tweet pretty much after it from the same page, it was a Villa page, not the official account, I can't remember, said we think he's probably going to be okay though. So do you think it's a case of he's, he might rest him for Sunday or or is he, or do you think he'll, he'll be there? 
yeah, he's he's somebody that they could manage. I don't even know if he manages him for Sunday. Um, I suppose realistically, like, do we really want to see Jack Grealish lift the lift the Premier League title Sunday? <laughs> it's just one of those ones. I I jest and I say that because I'm still I'm a big Grealish fan, and you know, um, what he did for us was was just fantastic, and he's a local local Birmingham um Villa Villa boy as well. But you know that competitive spirit that that Jared has, he's going to want to go out there. He's got his incentive for for Liverpool winning the league as well. And also he has an incentive that he would send home fans very happy because there are some fans that don't want to see Grealish lift the lift the, uh, the Premier League at the weekend. But um, there's a lot of rumours that went out about that with regards to Villa getting a £15 million windfall of, if, yeah, if City that. win. They're they're all they're all and, rubbish. They're, they're, yeah, they're I, I saw but... I saw the drama on the Villa hashtags. I saw someone tweet it, then delete it, then apologize for it, and I would have sat there laughing, sort of mm. thinking someone's been spreading lies and got called. And out I wouldn't mind it. it was picked up by Talksport. It was picked up by I think Michael Richards right. got caught by it in Talksport or something like that as well. Yeah, I saw something there. I could be wrong on that, but uh, it, it it filtered its way into the into the into the media pretty quickly, and then there was a lot of reverse turns on it. Interesting. Yeah. Like I said, I know, I know you, I know you, I know you're desperate to go. So just a last couple of questions. Um, how are you at breaking teams down that sit back? Because Burnley, are, are, you know, can do that pretty well. Um, last time out, we played four four two against you, but defended too high up the pitch. That's why you scored the yeah. first goal, which was far too easy. And the third goal was, you know, we were pushing. So fair enough. You know, Charlie Taylor could have done better with picking his uh, man. I think it was Watkins up. But against Spurs, we went 5-3-2 and pretty much sat back. Would have got the point if it wasn't for the you know, controversial penalty, penalty decision. How do you think you'll do against a team playing five at the back with three in front and, and just sitting on, on the edge of the box? I'm terrified of it because even though we have... And that's why I think he's going to play Coutinho and Buendia because we need to try something different. Because all we've done this season is pass the ball around in front of that three and that five, go wide, cross the ball in, and we've got Danny Ings and Ali Watkins... Yeah. in there and they're not exactly known for their heading prowess so we're not very good at it at all we can be like Watford did it to us um, at the start of the season Watford did it to us earlier on in the season or later on in the season as well we lost 1-0 to Watford you know they, they caught us on the break we're an incredibly indisciplined team when we have to try and break down a team it's like it's comical how indisciplined our, our two centre-backs are how indisciplined our midfield can be when we when we have to try and, and break down a team and be patient we have zero patience and uh, I think that probably comes from the fact that we're we really are kind kind of a counter attacking team, or we were under Dean Smith. So I, I I'm expecting you guys to play five at the back. I'm expecting probably Kevin Long, Nathan Collins. Nathan Collins, by the way, is an yes. absolute star, and I've been He's saying it for about Royce. four or five we years. Absolutely, I've been saying it for about four or five years. He is the next big thing in, in in Irish football. Obviously, you can tell I'm Irish. I absolutely love him. He comes yeah. from a massive footballing family in Ireland, and uh, yeah, he's he's brilliant. I really like him. But yeah. I think he's going to be uh, in there, and probably Matty Loughton, other centre half. It's in, I've 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 been told some rumours that I've said on the, the rumour is this is just a rumour that James Tarkovsky is back tonight. That's a rumour I've heard. The media hasn't picked up on it, so like I said, it is just a rumour. Um, so I would think it'd be a case of him coming in for probably Lawton, which I think is harsh on Lawton, but you can understand why because you, you, you'd get rid of the, the one that's not a natural centre back and keep the three natural mm. centre backs in there. But yeah, everybody loves Collins in Burnley. Um, you know, we've been pleasantly surprised by him. I was on the fans bet Premier League show yesterday, probably my last appearance or potentially my last appearance on the Premier League show. Um, talking about Nathan Collins, they asked me what my shining light in the season was. And I said, Nathan Collins, I th- he's absolutely class. He's an absolute Rolls Royce. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. And if we are in the championship, I'd, we'll probably concede about three goals all season when we're at the back, to be honest, because yeah. he, is, he is sensational. Um, but quickly, uh, just before I do let you go, a quick prediction. 
I think Burnley are going to come and get something out of this. I think it's going to be a draw. Yeah, uh, I'll tell I think day, I think man. you're going to get a point, and I think it's going to bring you level on points with with Leeds with going into the last game. Obviously, Leeds diabolical goal difference record is massively in your favor. I think a draw is uh, is probably on the cards tonight. I think it might be goals in it though. I think it'll be one all draw. I think Villa yep. will look to score, uh, but I think that Burnley, I could just see, uh, I don't know, Weghorst bundles one in at the back post from a corner because we can't defend those either, and and uh, everybody goes home happy with a one-all draw. Yeah, well, we definitely will go home happy with a one-all draw. It, it, we have a lot of injuries, as Chris says. You know, you know, it's uh, it's what so it's we will be buzzing with that, and obviously it brings us back level uh, with Leeds, like you said, and then all we have to do is is match them on the final day, um, but. Just before I do let you go as well, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you so they can subscribe and listen and that sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. If there's anyone there that wants to catch up on Villa News or anything, you can find us on For the Love of Paul McGrath is the name of the podcast. For obvious reasons, I'm Irish. Paul McGrath, you know, he's just the greatest defender. We spoke about a great Irish defender, Nathan Collins. Hopefully he can be the next Paul McGrath because yes, that man yes. behind me up here, where is he? Up there. Best defender to ever lace up a pair of boots. Um, so that's why I named the podcast as it is. You can catch us on YouTube, uh, Twitter, everywhere. Anywhere you can find it. Any of the audio podcast uh, podcast platforms as well. It's for the love of Paul McGrath and we're the only one out there. So you'll once you find us, you'll find us. Yeah, happy days. You're a great talker, mate. It's always good to get you on. And hopefully one day we'll be uh, having a podcast called For the Love of Nathan Collins, where we can exactly. join together and have some, have some, have some Nathan Collins. But thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, and good thanks luck much, for guys. the rest of the season, but not tonight. So one Not game. tonight. <laughs> exactly. Mind yourselves. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, so there we have it. That was uh, for the love of Paul McGrath. I've spoke with him before. I really do enjoy chatting with him. He's a good talker. Um, and one thing I was going to say earlier on, um, that I don't want to, that I didn't want to say uh, while he was on, because obviously I was aware of the Irish roots and stuff, is I'm unlucky to Rangers last night. I do feel a little bit sorry for Rangers. It's never nice losing on penalties. Uh, I know there's there'll be people in who, who like Celtic and stuff. I'm not. I don't like Rangers. I, I just I just feel I just feel sorry for them, and especially Scotty Arfield. So. Um, Shout out to Rangers fans, but now they know how it feels to lose on penalties. Hopefully my camera stops freezing so much because what I am going to do is now I'm going to do the bit where I look at the league table, panic um, and things like that. But I've also seen a lot of comments coming in that I will be looking at in a minute. Um, I didn't want to do it while he was on because there were a lot of Burnley chat and I just wanted to get his villa um, opinions on there. Uh, yeah, see, I, I knew there'd be someone in the comments who, who, who wanted Frankfurt to win. But uh, I've seen a lot of uh, comments coming in. Um, Carl Ozet says I've supported Burnley for 29 years it's the most important game ever I feel it is a must win hopefully Torquay is back like I said mate there are some rumours that Torquay is back but that is just a rumour fingers crossed that he is um, yeah it's, it's an, it's, it is an early stream I did see that comment earlier from you Nathan it is an early stream for me like I said it's a big day for Burnley so I thought I'll have a big day on the channel three live streams are going to do this one live. I'm going to do the watch along live. And then of course the full-time show live. Nathan, if you want to come on the full-time show and you're still here and you're still watching, please feel free. It's probably a little bit late. I know you've got a young baby, boy, girl. Um, so fair enough if you can't do it. Uh, anyone else wants to come on the show? Garros, if you're still here, Simon's on it. I'm going to ask Johnny again later, but again, it might be a little bit late for Johnny. But anyway, if you're watching on YouTube, as you can see, the league table is now on your screen. I don't know if it's too small for you. So what I'll do, I'll just make it a little bit bigger. There we have it. Right. So, of course, forget Watford. We can cut them out. We can cut them out because they're gone. They're dead. They're buried. 
So it's Burnley on 18th, one point behind Leeds United um, on 34 points. Um, Leeds are in 17th on 35 points. Everton, who are also playing tonight, who are also playing tonight, they are on 36 points. Um, so that brings me on to the latest comment from Connor. Would you happily take a draw then? Yes, it, it gives us back the what the, it being at the minute it's in our own hands right now it is in our own hands because we can go to Villa get a result if, if basically if we win the next two games we are 100% safe fact if we get four points in the next two games we are 99.9999 recurring percent that we're going to be safe because Leeds would need to, to beat Brentford at 20 nil it isn't going to happen so you can say 100% but just for that one molecule of, of it maybe not happening I'm just going to say 99.999 that just shows my mentality and how little confidence I have uh, in, in certain uh, in certain things but yeah when you look at that league table Connor of course I take a draw it it, it brings us back into it having been in our own hands because obviously, if we lose tonight, then we can win on the final day of the season and still go down. You don't want that. Um, fingers crossed as well, like I said, because Everton are playing tonight. I'm sure you're all aware. Uh, they've got Crystal Palace at home. I'm sure they'll have the blue flares out and I'm sure they'll have the have the, have the Goodison dog out again. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but they've, they've you know they've been um, carrying dogs around Goodison or, or something like that to, to give the to give them some good luck or whatever. Um, so fingers crossed, we can. You know, we we can um, get get a point tonight because Leeds is the important one. Obviously, I will be watching the Everton game tonight on the watch along. Obviously, the Burnley game. I mean, I mean I'm watching the Burnley game, but I will be keeping an eye on the Everton game. Um, so it's 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 one of them. Fingers crossed that they uh, that they can they can get beat by Palace. Um, or let's just have a look at the league table again. I will look at it because Everton are on 36. So if they draw, they'll be on 37. So even if we lose and they draw, they can still be dragged into it because our goal difference is. Better than theirs, slightly, only slightly. Um, I can't work it out because it, it doesn't. I've just actually have the goal difference on here. I just it tells you how many goals we've scored, and, and my maths is shit, so I'm not even going to sit here and try and work it out. Um, but it's it, it, it's it's one of them. It, it's one of them. There's it, a lot of permutations. We've all worked out the different sort of ones in our heads. I, I won't bore you with doing it too much now. Um, but we can basically we need. We need a point tonight. We need a point tonight. Fingers crossed we can get a point tonight. A win would be fantastic. Nobody thought we were going to go to Brighton and Dickham so easily. So fingers crossed we can do that to Villa because Brighton are above Villa in the table. So by that logic, they are a better side. Um, so fingers crossed, you know, we can do something like that. We just need to to play. We, I, 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 we, we can take a lot of confidence from the Spurs game. I won't go too much into the handball because I know it's... I know it's um, I know, I know it's gone, I know it's done, and, and it was a controversial topic anyway. A lot of people were saying, oh, blah, 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 you know, by the letter of the law, it is handball. Yes, by the letter of the law, it is handball, but the law's fucking stupid. I don't... It, it, people saying um, that their uh, it, arms was in an unnatural position, and I get that, but define unnatural. If, if you're trying to maintain balance, that arm isn't an unnatural position. If you're pushed, as he was, and you're going like that, that's not an unnatural position, is it? Because that's exactly what happened. But, you know, Burnley fans decided to jump on Ashley Barnes and call him, a, you know, all, all the names under the sun. Um, as, well, not all of them, you know, just, just certain ones, um, which was pretty uncalled for. But I am pretty confident that he's starting again tonight. Um, I believe Jay's not met it. I believe Tarke. The rumour is um, it, it, he'll be in, uh, so fingers crossed. Uh, Mike Green says, are you going Sunday? Yes, mate, season ticket holder. Not looking forward to it. Don't particularly want to go. 
but I'm going to go. It's one of them where you don't, you'd rather, I'd rather fall asleep now, wake up on Monday and it all be done, safe or not. I just can't be arsed. I work in Leeds as well, by the way. So I've got to go and put up with all these Leeds fans. And there's one in here, there's one in the chat. Uh, and he says it's a huge, huge night tonight for all concerned. It, it is. And Chris, I didn't realize that. Everton start 15 minutes earlier than us. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to start my watch along 15 minutes earlier than planned. I'm going to go into it now, start it 15 minutes earlier than planned, watch the Everton game for the first 15 minutes. I've got two TVs in here anyway, so I can have Everton. My camera's froze, so when it unfreezes, you can see. I've got a TV there, there you go, and then my computer's here, so I can I can watch stuff on here and watch stuff on there. So I'll have both games on the watch along tonight, so please feel free to join me. Um, and yeah, just going back to the handball, Connor says, agreed, it's a natural position for someone regaining the balance. It, it is, and that's exactly what I said in my Lanks Live column this week. And it seemed to do quite well. So if you haven't watched it, sorry, listen to it, read it, sorry, read it. Um, then fingers crossed, you can go and read it now. It's just go to Lanks Live and just go on Claret, you'll find it. Uh, Louis Cross says, J-Rod is fit to play. If he is, if he is, get him up front. I'd start, Beg all set him up front. I'd drop ball. Me personally, this is my team for tonight. Let me know your comments. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss the team for tonight. Let me know in the comments who you would have in the team tonight. If the rumours are true that Tarky is fit, which I believe they are, and the rumour that Louis has just put in the chat now, apologies if it's Louis, Louis or Louis, um, has put in the chat now that J-Rod is fit to play. This is the team that I would play. In goal, Wayne Hennessy, joking. In goal, obviously, Nick Pope. Then I'd play five at the back, so you'd have Charlie Taylor on the left. Collins, Collins, Tarky, and... You know what? I'd, I'd have Lawton in there. And interesting, Garros has just said the exact same thing. I would have, I, my back five would be Taylor, what have I just said? Ta- Taylor, Collins, Tarkett, Lawton, and then at right back, I'd have Roberts. That that, that made my back five. I, I trust Lawton more than I trust Kevin Long. I know it's harsh because Kevin Long is an official centre-back. Lawton isn't. He has played there before in his career and he played very well against Spurs. He were better than Long in that game. There was a couple of occasions where Long got turned too easily. Um, so I would have that as my back five. Let me know in the comments below if you agree. Uh, Connor says, I'd, I'd like Lawton as one of the CBs. Enjoyed his ability to spray a pass against Spurs. So there you go. Um, a few people agreeing with me. In midfield, um, uh, up front, personally, I am going... I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna come back to the midfield. Up front, I would personally, if J Rod is fit to play, have Veghorst and J up front and um in midfield. So in midfield, I'd have Brownell and Corke. And then you've got a I'd, I'd have Dwight on one wing. Corney. Corney on one of the wings, or are we going Lennon? Um, you know, I'd I'd, I'd have I'd have Corney in there, but I don't know. Corney, I, I love Corney. And it was so good in the first half of the season. But then it's 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 one of them that he's not been good enough recently for me. And it, and even on um, Saturday, was it Saturday we played Spurs? No, it was Sunday, weren't it? Even on Sunday against Spurs, he just didn't look, not disinterested, but he just, he was, just wasn't getting the ball, holding it up well enough. I still, I still feel that you know it would it would suit a different system better, same with Veghorst. But for what we wanted from Spurs, I don't feel that, I don't feel that he would have uh, that he did very well, and I don't think he'd do very well again tonight in this in the same sort of game. Maybe tonight might, might suit him better because we've been more inclined to do a few more counter attacks rather than just 
sitting back all the time like we did against Spurs. So who knows? Maybe Lawton. Uh, sorry, not Lawton. I've just seen a comment saying Lawton. Um, so maybe Corne and Dwight on the wings and you can switch them around. So a lot of people maybe interested in, in Dwight getting a free roll. That seems to be a debate that's been going around for a while. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Joe Clark says, I'll talk in Jay Def or fit. This, not, this isn't definite, mate. I'm just... These are the rumours. Someone commented earlier um, that, that Jay was fit and I've heard a rumour, not from an official source or a, a source that you're all thinking of, <coughs> excuse me, um, that, that Target is fit for tonight. These are just rumours. Uh, I've not put it out there on Twitter and gone, oh, I know that he's a fit. I'm I2K because I'm not 100% certain it's going to happen. Um, so it's not 100%. And uh, it is what it is. What it is. Um, just going back to the team selection, Chris says, don't think we need five at the back if Tarki is back. I would rather have a 4-4-2 to keep the balance in midfield. Fair enough. If Tarki is back, then yeah, you, you probably would trust a four at the back more um, than what you would do without Tarki. So, so that's fair point. And then he goes on to say, but if there is no Tarki, then we're going to go with five at the back as we did against Spurs. Yeah, fair enough. Tarki and Collins have the centre of defence covered when playing together. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Joe Clark says, I just want Veg Horse to do actually something, man. Yeah, and we've discussed Veg Horse a lot on this channel, so we won't go too much into it. But he hasn't been. Um, I was, I, I, like I said earlier to to the, the, the chap, the, the Villa chap, I, I never actually got his name. Sorry, mate. Um, I, I was on a fans bet show uh, recently, and they said, What's been the one disappointment this season for you? And mine is so far, it's Veg Horse. Because he came in in January, obviously, we just lost Chris Ward. And he, he wasn't going to be the saviour of the season, but you, I expected decent things from him. So I thought he was going to come in and um, do do better than what he's done. Do better than what he's done, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So I am a little bit disappointed that he um, hasn't been able to do as well as what we were hoping. Fingers crossed he can bag a brace tonight and all will be forgiven if we win 2-3-0 and Veghorst is the, you know, the main guy. But if he's been playing like... If, he's, if his recent form is anything to go by, I would suspect it's probably... Barnes and, and Corney up top if Jay isn't fit. Uh, Chris Novak is in. So, see, these are the rumours, mate. This is what I'm saying about there's no guarantees about Jay or Tarka. Uh, this is a rumour from Chris. I heard that Tarka is in, but Jay Rodriguez is not, but you never know. Could be false news to put Villa off the scent. It could be, or as we all are aware, these are just rumours that we're all talking about. Nobody actually knows what's going on because none of us work for the football club. So, it is what it is. But thank you. I'm going to wrap it up here anyway. So, if you want, because my camera's uh, going mental now, it's freezing every every five seconds. And it, it does, it's not a good look, is it? It's not a good look. Uh, just just one more comment. Chris, again, he says, Vekos needs at least a full season to get Premier League fit. I like how we've changed from Dash fit to Premier League fit now. Um, there's a lot of truth that lad that Dash applied wrongly to corner, who is better suited to the PL. Yeah, I do. I It's it's one of them. I, I don't think Corne and Vekos will be here if we go down. I think they will both leave. Um, it's... Um, it's interesting to see what will happen in the summer, um, especially Corny. I think he, he did enough in the first half of the season to have people want to buy him, especially for the release calls, which is 17.5 million. Someone will buy him for that. It's not a lot of money, is it, these days? I mean, I wish I had 10% of that, obviously, but uh, in footballing terms, it's not a lot of money. Um, but that's it. Like I said, I'm going to wrap the show up here. Thank you, everybody. It's good to see the same names in the chat again. Um, yeah, I've just, we're just actually, I'm trying to, trying to wrap up where people keep making comments that I want to, I want to talk about. Yeah, it was good to see Corny. Um, it, it was at the Texaco garage. It, it was a picture of him yesterday going viral that, uh, his Lamborghini, which shouldn't be in Burnley anyway, um, was at the Texaco garage in Paddyham and Corny's just there filling it up, happy as Lara, giving a thumbs up to the guy who took the picture. Uh, and that Lambo is nice. That Lambo is nice, isn't it? Um, but yeah, thank you everybody for watching. 
like I said, we have it a thousand subscribers now, so super chats are available. Um, I'm not doing memberships uh, because I don't really see the point. Um, but super chats are available if you want to support the channel. If not, just like the video now because it helps a YouTube al algorithm and it will help more people see it because obviously the live is ending now. But obviously it stays on YouTube for you to watch at your leisure. So if you are just joining now, you can, when I finish the broadcast in 30 seconds, you can just go back and watch it all. And if you're watching now and you need to go out, don't worry because the first thing I'm going to do is put the podcast out there on the podcast app. So that should be ready in about 15 minutes. So thank you, everybody, for watching. I'm going to do a watch-along live tonight for the first 15 minutes of the Everton game and then the Burnley game. So fingers crossed my little boy is in bed by then and he's not sat behind me ruining the live, going, daddy, daddy, like he does every time. But I'm sure he will be. I'm sure he will be behind me. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for watching. I will be live tonight at around 7.40, I think, um, for the watch-along. And then we will be live again for the full-time show with Simon and hopefully some more guests. I know, Mike, you said earlier on, uh, if you're still here, that you want to be in it. Uh, if we haven't got enough Burnley fans, I'll definitely get you on, Mike. Um, but we it being such a big game, we'll try and get a few Burnley fans on. But if nobody wants to come on, Mike, I'll, I'll definitely use you. Uh, but thanks, everyone, for watching. Like I said, I'll be live again tonight at 7.40. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.